It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. I want to get to it. I'm having so much fun here. I I want to get to the Commodore who sits here with me, uh, Tony Fenn, who's with me, Commodore Fenn. And, you know, first of all, thank you to you, to the entire compliment, to all the officers, the enlisted, to your sailors. I got to tell you, by the way, you've got some rising stars here. Because, uh, for instance, you're a sailor of the year, FC1 Sealy. Wasn't sure what to say. The woman's phenomenal. You know, uh, you've got your aviation machinist, Boone, who came on. He came walking in like he owns, well, he owns the deck. He does. Air boss, I'm sorry, but he walked up here like he owned that deck. And, you know, and he does. There you go. it, It is just really great and i can't thank you enough no i want to thank you and i want to thank you for doing this because um like you said uh fleet week uh virtually it doesn't really work people don't get to see the ships they don't get to see these aircraft uh they don't get to see what my sailors do on a daily basis because there's a lot of work that goes into making this warship ready for sea making this warship ready to go and, and do the nation's business if we have to. Right. And, you know, just as you talk about going to sea, making it ready and being ready even while you're in port. Actually, that's a perspective I don't think I've ever really taken on over the years enough about being it. You know, at the pier, you're docked, but you still have an active working environment. Oh, absolutely. Because even here at the pier, there are th- certain things. There is uh, certain maintenance uh, there are certain preparations for where, when you get underway again next time. So all of that, uh, uh, you know, the sailors, uh, we they do have liberty, but one of those one of those liberty days, they stay on board the ship and they make sure that the watches are covered. They make sure that they do the preparations for the next underway. They need the, they make sure that the uh, maintenance is taken care of. Because if you go turn on one of the radars, the surface search radar, for instance, and it doesn't work, guess what? You're going to have an issue going out of uh, New York Harbor. Well, and, you know, just thinking about this as I listen to you, this ship, our ships, our Navy, always ready. At at a moment, look, we, we live in a world where the moment can change in life for any of us. But you always have to be ready to respond. Even in even right here at Pier 88. Oh yes, that is that is correct. And uh, I, but I think I think you've seen walking around the level of readiness that this ship uh, uh, holds, and how it, the pride that these sailors take in making sure that their ship works, that the equipment, not just the equipment that they take care of, mm-hmm. but the entire ship, you know, the cleanliness of the ship. Uh, the food that they serve on the Mestics, it, it, they take a lot of pride in ensuring that Baton is ready to go. You know, when I see and I've talked to a number of people, there was the reception yesterday uh, and folks are coming on today. And by the way, for all of you out there, it's 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're in New York, get over here. There's events in Staten Island and Brooklyn all over. But the Baton is where it's at. 
It, it always is for me. I mean, you know, I, I love it. I love all the ships. I love this. But something about just being here on the deck of the baton. And I see people walking around, and I see sailors and Marines talking to them, showing off the the aircraft on the deck, uh, talking to them different areas of the ship, different places. I mean, you know, I, I see the look on people's faces, Commodore, when they get down to the well deck and they see, you know, the different... You know, the different equipment that's down there, the different vehicles that are down there. How many people come up and go, uh, what's an LCAC? <laughs> <laughs> and they get, you know, and they get a different, for instance, I am a, I am a destroyer man. Yeah. And we got to talk about that so too. I, I, mean, I, I am a destroyer man. Uh, and this is the first time that I get to see LCAC operations on an amphibious ship. It is wild because it's loud. Uh, it's, oh, it is extremely <laughs> it's loud. loud. It is extremely loud. But you get to see how much the load that those aircraft LCACs carry. Yeah, you, you see an Abrams come off an LCAC. See, it, it is, is a, and then they fire it up to get it off. It, it's a unique perspective. <laughs> yeah, and it's a very different ship than I that I'm used to operating. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I I do uh, destroyers. You know, uh, I started out in frigates and uh, uh, cruisers. Yeah. So if it doesn't have uh, at least uh, 90 missile cells uh, that can fire SM2s and SM3s, I, I haven't been on it. And a pointy nose and a pointy, yeah. a pointy <laughs> mouth, you know. I, I haven't been on them, uh, and I haven't been the captain of one of those. Well, I, I was going to save, as I say, the best for last because I definitely you – know, that title Commodore means something. I know a lot of you in the audience are familiar with my regular Commodore, Bill Parker, who's on and actually will be on next week. Uh, but let's get to that because, you know, again, the baton, but let's talk about these. You've been on destroyers, frigates, and now, and as a destroyer, as a squadron commander, first share a little bit with the audience of what that's like. So, uh, I am the Commodore for Destroyer Squadron 22. I'm a Navy captain. That's my rank. But I am the Commodore for Destroyer Squadron 22. That's my title. And uh, what I do is I have it's a twofold uh, job. I need to make sure that the destroyers under my squadron, and right now I have four, Mitchell, Mahan, Laboon, and Ramage. Uh, I need to make sure that those destroyers are ready to go. They have the right manning, that the crew has the right training, and that their equipment works properly when they when they go out on deployment. The second part of my job uh, is the the tactical side. So I am the surface and anti-submarine warfare commander for Strike Group Two, and I am responsible for the USS Eisenhower's Ring of Steel, uh, like we like to call it. Uh, they all their escorts. I need to make sure that. The aircraft carrier screen properly. I need to make sure that you know they we have the 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 right um, setup for the layer defense for the aircraft carrier if we have to go in, in harm's way, and I need to make sure that um, the weapon systems for surface and anti-submarine warfare are employed properly if we do have to employ them. So, in a nutshell, that's what a Commodore does. Wow. I mean, you know, and I, I'm thinking about it. I've heard the description, but never in this detail. And that's why I want to take this this opportunity to go further. And when you talk about, you know, the ring of steel around the Eisenhower in this case, the importance of that, and if you ever have to go in a harm's way, you know, the Eisenhower, she has her job to do, 
to exactly. launch those craft to get them up. But they can't do that if you're not giving her that opportunity. Exactly. We need to screen them. Uh, we need to make sure that you know other surface ships uh, are not uh, close to them or threaten the uh, the flight operations that they're that they're conducting. Um, we need to make sure that a submarine doesn't sneak up on them. And you know, submarines once they're once they're submerged, they're they're hard to find. But we have very good systems nowadays, uh, and 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 we have very good training. Uh, for those guys that uh, that do the anti-submarine warfare mission, but yes, we need to. I ensure the Eisenhower launches its uh, aircraft and does its, its mission. We are an enabler for for the captain of that uh, of, of that aircraft carrier, and, and for the strike group commander who is overall in charge of the operation. So you know he has to worry more about air warfare i respond to him for surface and anti-submarine warfare he has the uh, the carrier air wing that works for him and those guys you know either deliver ordnance or or patrol the skies you know whatever the, you know whatever the mission is right there everybody works for him in concert so that it it enables everyone else, all the other warfare commanders, to do their job properly. Yeah, it's amazing, and I'm thinking of some of the crowded waters out there. And as we talked about, you know, the Mediterranean, you know, where, where my uncle was at one point in his career. That's one of the most crowded bodies of water with so many different nations, you know, friendlies, threats, unknowns. So let me, let, me, uh, let me tell you a quick sea story. So I was the captain of the USS Mitchell. I had taken over um, towards the end of uh, uh, deployment as the as the CEO, and I'm bringing the ship uh, the ship home from uh, from operating out in Fifth Fleet. We're crossing the uh, Straits of Gibraltar, and there are ships everywhere, everywhere. And uh, I had a very junior officer uh, as my conning officer, and I could tell that he was getting a little frazzled. He's like, Captain, there's there's a ship crossing our bow. There's another ship getting underway. And I'm like, take a breather. Take a breather. You know, we're not going to hit anybody, you know. And at that point, we were out in the, in the bridgeway. We had clear, uh, we, you know, we had a clear path to get to the Atlantic. And there are about 300 dolphins swimming <laughs> swimming from the med over to over to the uh over to the atlantic side and i turned to the to the young man and i said you know we're we're just like dolphins we need to and not the miami dolphins but you know <laughs> well they don't dolphins. get to the finish line <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately i'm from miami and I'm, yeah let's not talk about that right now and i'm like hey we need to be like we need to be nimble we need to we, you know you need to maneuver the ship just like if you were a dolphin Mm-hmm. And you're getting to, you know, your goal is to get to the Atlantic. So that was uh, it, it, probably one of the one of the best experiences out to see. I have never seen that before. Yeah, no, that and that sounds really cool. Like, yeah, but this is the thing we, we we've covered so much today. You know, as I'm thinking about how we wrap this up and talking to you, but it's that human component. You know, we use the phrase, but it really is the warfighter, the service member of any rank. You know, at different levels, and that integration it of is. all these departments. It is. And, I, you know, the Navy's just, uh, I love the Navy. I joined the Navy when I was 17 years old. 
Um, I became an American citizen after joining the Navy because I, um, uh, I immigrated here from the Dominican Republic. And uh, the Navy seemed great to me. Um, I came in right up five days after graduating from high school. And uh, it has given me the opportunity. I have a mechanical engineering degree from the Naval Academy. It has paid for two master's degrees. Uh, it has given me the opportunity to command when I was a lieutenant. I was uh, the captain of a uh, cyclone class coastal patrol ship uh, and deployed to Iraq to uh, protect the Iraqi oil platforms uh, when we were still there. Uh, I was the captain of a uh, ballistic missile defense destroyer. Uh, and now I'm, you know, I'm the commodore of, uh, of a squadron of, uh, of destroyers. And, uh, you know, I, it's how much hard work, how much dedication do you want to put into your goals? That's what we value in the Navy. That's what we're valuing the military. And, uh, you know, I would say just to plug in my, plug in my service. If, uh, you know, any of your listeners have, uh, have uh, kids or if they're thinking about the military, you know, take a, take a hard look at, at what the Navy can offer you um, because there's a lot of opportunities. You know, it's not, it, I'm not going to say that it's easy, but, it but, is. but it's, it's worth it. Well, I can't finish the show better than that. I think you did. And thank you, Commodore. Commodore Thanks Tony, then thank you, my Thanks friend. Thanks for having me. Thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you. From the USS Baton, thank you, everybody. You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.